You guys are now tuned into the Ria podcast. Live from Queens, New York. We got Martha here in the building. How's it going? What's good, man? It's yeah. a great, great night uh, over here in Queens. Appreciate it. Funny story, actually. Um, I actually feel like I grew up in Queens my entire life. Yeah. Um, currently in the Bronx, but every time I come here, um, I just I love being here. It's it's like I feel like Queens gets the money. Right. Yeah. You know not nah, absolutely. Now I feel like Queens gets hated on a lot for some reason oh, by the other boroughs, start, which is disgusting. But whatever. I used to live in Queens and. I have so many friends that live uptown, and they would be like, oh, you're deep. Man, if you make the effort, it's not They're deep. the ones who are deep, first of all. You got to go through, like, a whole bridge, a whole toll. Like, that's ridiculous. Living in both boroughs, I found out that that is true. Like, it takes me an hour from the Bronx to get into the city. Meanwhile, when I used to live in Jackson Heights in Queens, yeah, 30 minutes. So Yeah, exactly. If, if we're talking who's deep, it's the Bronx. Exactly. Because so. I feel like because um, we're, we're close to Jackson Heights right now. We're in Regal Park. Yeah. Which is literally like right in the dead center of Queens. Yeah. So therefore, everything's kind of like on a good day, thirty minutes away. No, I'm um, the city, yeah. twenty minutes. The Bronx, thirty. Long Island, thirty. Brooklyn, you know, it's like South Queens and all that. Twenty, yeah. fifteen, thirty minutes. So it's cool because like everything yeah. is like kind of like local by, except for like Jersey, but that's a whole other trip. Man, let's not talk about Jersey. And stand, <laughs> yeah, because I used to live in Jersey for um, for school, and it was it wasn't that deep, but like you know, it was always like a big thing if I wanted to come back. Just because of tolls and all, that's why I had to stay out there for a little bit, for the most part. Nah, Jersey, Jersey is a is a interesting place for sure. Uh, you're telling me. Interesting people. I, I mess with Jersey. <laughs> Jersey's definitely. energy is very different. Um, but I've I've just I've I never really go out there. It's too too deep. Like that's really deep. You gotta right. be a toll to go there, man. Exactly. Nah, that, that has to be like a legitimate reason for me to go there. Either Six Flags or something else. Awesome. For the most part. All right. So, you yourself, you do photography. But you do like really cool type of photography. Thank you, man. And I really can't like explain exactly like to viewers exactly how it is because that's because kind of, photography is one of those things where like, you really can't explain. You can put it, like in technical terms. You can't put it in a box. You can't. Like, you can't put like you can put it in technical terms, um, and people who know photography will understand. Oh, okay, maybe. But even at that, like unless you visually see it and like understand how the person kind of works, yep. you can't really explain it. So with that being said, have you always considered yourself to be, you know, like a nat- being naturally artistic? Or was there a lot of trial and error reoccurrences that led you to become an insanely creative person? I feel like I've actually always had an artistic side to myself. Um, even like I used to do martial arts back then. And oh. that was an art to me. It still is. It's a lifestyle. I have like a whole sleeve dedicated to it. Yeah, hence the name. Um, but... Just that alone, I, I'm, I've always been passionate. I feel like my passion translates into just being very creative as well. Um, that's, like, really where you see where I put my all into everything through my passion, and that's what really actually makes me the artist I am today. It's it's that energy I put into everything, and it's, like, if it's not, quote-unquote, perfect, I'm not putting it out. Right. And that's also, like, a con with, like, what we can probably talk further about, um, where, as an artist, like, you're just very like a perfectionist you want things to be exactly the way you want to and it, sometimes it can hold you back um, right so i know a lot of artists out there definitely deal with that um, right with putting out a project and holding on to it and just being very like man should i drop this it's not the time it's not perfect like i'm actually in that point of time in my life where i'm trying to drop something and you know i haven't really announced anything about it um but it's in the works 
Got you. It's in that. It's in that. Damn, it's not perfect yet. Yeah, I feel you. So. But um, I, I agree with you. Like, I definitely agree with you because I was in that space for a while. Like, I mean, I only started doing podcasts about in November, I would say. Mm-hmm. But for a very long time, it was kind of like I was in that space where it was like, damn, like, how do I go about it? How do I do it? Like, right. kind of like overthinking it. But then kind of like when I just, you know, just said, you know what, fuck it. Let me just, just go into do it and it. do it. Yeah. It felt, um, one, it felt amazing. And two, it was great because I already put it out into the universe. Like, it was already, like, a thing that I was doing. So now right. I could get the ball rolling and more opportunities could really pop up and I right. could, like, help more people now. So would you definitely tell people who are, like, in that space of, like, damn, I don't know, damn, I don't know. Or, like, even people who are established, like, I want this to be perfect. Would you tell them more? Maybe, you know, like, be careful and, you know, be definitely selective, but kind of just go for it. Like, with chasing their dream? In gen- yeah, chasing their dream or, like, releasing something or like even just, like, starting something, whatever I mean, it may be. I mean, it's kind of, like, I would say something completely different to someone else than what I would say to myself. So I'm just going to share with what I would, like, put myself in my shoes. Um, I would definitely take my time with things, but don't hold yourself back there. And I think setting a deadline or a goal, like, let's say um, by March 12th, you want to have something, you know, concrete and completed and that actually helps you kind of um, not sit there and be like, oh, I'm not dropping it. It's not perfect. Like, you have all this time to make it perfect. So I feel like if you set, a, a, like, a deadline, that actually, like, helps you kind of be very organized and on task with making things happen with whatever you want to achieve, whether it's putting out a brand. And that itself is like raising a baby, man. Like, Literally, like, it, you have to give it's attention a 24-7 to type of thing. You're always, even if you're not with, like, the baby or, like, the project, like, you just, you're always thinking about it. Yeah, like, right now I'm thinking, like, damn, I have to go do this. I have to. Yeah, like, it's an all-day thing. I agree. Yeah, even, like, me, I was in class today, like, my, t- my professor was chatting, and I was just, like, yeah. on, like, on my computer, like, all right, like, let me set up this YouTube page. Let me, like, think about stuff, like. Like, not even, like, pay attention at all. Not even, because, not even, like, being rude or just it's being a dickhead. It's tunnel vision. It's like, yeah, you don't care what's going on in Exactly, because you're like, you know, damn, like, I have just, I have, like, this, I have, this is, like, a full-time priority. Like, I can't yeah. just, like, leave this to the side. Like, this has to be, like, my full-time type of thing right now. Yeah, and it's, like, it's, 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 like, you have, for me, like, whenever I wake up, I have to create every day. If I feel like, I, if I don't create, by create, I mean, like, even just editing, like, simple photo something it keeps my flow my creative flow going for the next day and that's what i try to do each and every day like um just edit shoot do something productive because it just it just reflects onto the next day and the next day if you just sit there and like you don't do nothing productive like it's hard to get out of that funk yeah you want to keep yourself very busy and that's a lot of things i also recommend people that they get into roadblocks or like creative blocks where they can create. It's kind of the same thing you say. Just, just do it. Like even if you like, you feel like, damn, like I don't want to do this. Just do it. Like, yeah. You won't. You don't know where it's gonna take you. It can. It can set you. Like it can put you in a certain mindset where like it can free you to like create things, without even having to like hold yourself back. Like this is like the whole thing with like artists. We hold ourselves back. And I'm. I know I said like five times already, but like, that's like a, a daily struggle with just being a creative. You, you, we are the, we are the things that hold ourselves back. That's very interesting because I think a lot of people think oh people who aren't artists think that artists you know kind of like come out of the womb just right. like you know completely dedicated to what they do and they they just kind of like go crazy and sporadic. But sometimes right. I feel like artists do kind of like hold themselves back. People don't really talk about the mental like 
side of being an artist. And that's something that um, I'm working on dropping something, a physical product, um, where I talk more about that and going deep into, like, my life and how pretty much how I came about being an artist and how I was raised, my environment um, growing up, and just just talking about all of that as well. Um, you get to see how people's minds are shaped through or what they've been through as well. Like, you can see that through anybody, you know, right. what people are dealing with right now, what's on their plate. It's all through their past, and how they're going to get through it is what they how they deal with it right there and then as well. Right. So. Do you feel like sometimes, like, your personal life has gotten away of your profession, or it's kind of like a balance of, you know, handling both, in a sense? Oh, man. Honestly, I feel like I have no personal life apart from, like, <laughs> love life, because your love life is your personal life. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it's turned into such a lifestyle that I just wake up, and I don't... It's not forced to me, because... I mean, I know a lot of people probably, you know, are out there doing, like, a 9-to-5 and then doing their passion, like, you know, following their passion. Um, <laughs> and it's 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 a different world when you're, like, waking up and doing this full-time because it's, like, you're responsible for putting out work. You're responsible for chasing your own money. Your boss isn't coming there and saying, hey, here's your work, here's your paycheck. No, like, you are making your own paycheck. So, yeah. It, it has come to a point where it's very, like, just natural, and you just wake up, and you just create, and that's just, the, that's just like, the, the flow that you got to keep going with every day. You just got to wake up and force yourself to just constantly make something out of what you're doing, um, and you always have to actually have purpose with what you were doing as well, because you could just be going in a circle and not really making any progress yeah. if you don't have, like, a set, like outline of what you're trying to actually achieve yeah like goals a regimen yeah. something organized yeah and everyone does it differently but you need to keep yourself organized to make sure you're kind of like taking steps whether they're yeah. baby steps is one thing which is great but like you got to keep on moving forward yeah. no matter what definitely recommend a planner uh that's what i have for sure and anyone who wants to stay organized that helps me like stay on track every day um even with little things like just writing take vitamins Vitamins, people take vitamins. Take that B twelve. <laughs> I put you on. If you don't take B twelve, take B twelve, and drink water. Nice. Um, so, with your planner, are you more of like a like a pen and paper type of person? Yes, I. I Interesting. As much as I'm on this, yeah, I try to stay away from it. Right. Because I'll write something like, oh, um, like right now, there's a little reminder. Did I click it? It's been on yeah. there since twelve twenty seven p.m. <laughs> I haven't clicked it. Yeah. And it's probably like a stupid little reminder, like take a pill, but... Take, take B12. But I have something <laughs> written in my planner where it says like, hey, do this and this, and I'll actually feel more accomplished crossing it out compared to like, cancel. Like, yeah. it, it's an achievement of having actually to like write it out and you remember. I'm a person that like, if I write something out, I'll remember writing that thing out. Yeah. So it all depends on your preferences with like if you if you are more comfortable on the in the digital world but i'm trying to stay away from that as much as possible yeah even though even though you're com completely invested into that digital world you have to have a balance because honestly there's been points where i've even wanted to take a, like, a little break and i do take little breaks here and there like i i don't post consistently anymore like, I, I don't post like every day consistently i'll just post like very like free for all like when i feel like it because at the end of the day it's like Feel like if you pressure yourself to post every day, it it gets crazy. I've done that, and 
you just you feel like you can't continue on with your day and and sometimes there's been days where i missed a post and i get hard on myself like i i go hard on myself like yo why'd you miss this why did you like you know like it was a simple task so i feel like the more like we step away and we really don't force that it becomes so natural and effortless and more people come to tune with it too because it's so natural right uh, yeah. So before um, before you answer that question, you kind of went into your kind of your own type of boss per se, yeah. which kind of like led into my second question I have for you. So are you strictly freelance or are you associated with like a partnership or with another company? Freelance completely. Um, nice. It's very hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. like you make your own moves. If you wake up and you're lazy, I mean, you got to You got to make sure you get you're out missing out on you're missing on a check or something or opportunity or whatever. Yeah. Look, don't get me wrong. I, there's there's so many pros to being a freelancer and just being in general a full-time freelancer. Like you get to wake up and not do anything if you want to. But you got to make sure like if you do that, you got to make up for that time too. So, I try not to have any of those days apart from like weekends. Um I I try to balance out like even like personal life like even going out with like a friend like for like a simple dinner or like a drink or even going out with someone like, you know, relationship-wise or, you know, anybody dating that helps kind of keep that balance of where you're not always like work 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 you can go yeah. crazy in that kind of cycle too as a freelancer yeah again it's like all about a balance of course but some people need something a little more than the other some yeah. people may need like the like the dating and going out a little more just because they're, mm-hmm. they're like a workhorse mm-hmm. some people may need like less um like social life because that's just too much so they may be spending too much money on that or too much time mm-hmm. and effort into that they got to put more into their business. Right. So everyone, again, like you said, it's just completely yeah. different. Lately, I actually um, just, I've actually figured out I'm an anti-social extrovert. Interesting. I will talk to, pe- like, I'll go out because it's an event, but I'll be very selective about, and I'm very aware of my surroundings. Um, and that's just because energy is everything to me. If I feel like, like, or even right now, I feel like I like this energy. I'm able to talk to you very, very, like, comfortably. I appreciate um, that. There's a lot of people where, I'll sense their energy from afar, and I'll be like, all right, cool. I won't judge you, but I'll just, like, keep maybe, it noted. Yeah, maybe you're going through a tough time, but no thank you. Right. Just, just not not today. But if they'll approach me and their energy changes, I'll be like, all right, cool. Like, maybe I'll, you know, like, ease on them. Maybe, like, they just gave me off a bad vibe. But I'm just, I'm very on top of that because energy never lies. And every time I've ever felt any type of thing about somebody, nothing, like, terrible It's just, like, oh, you seem like you're an outgoing person. Maybe, like, I want to stay away from that if I'm trying to work. You know, like... Yeah, true. So I'll just be like, all right, I'll distance myself from that. Or maybe I don't need those kind of people in my life. There's certain things I just try to keep very, like... Like I said, it's all about balance. Having, like, certain things where it won't throw you off the course of, like, what you're trying to accomplish with, like, your work. And this is everything to me. Like, every every day I wake up, and this is what I put my own to. And I don't want something like going out every weekend to slow me down or going out every day. Like I try to minimize that to the most and just, I'd rather stay in and just edit. And I literally just stay at home, put on some music. I have like some hue lights. I create like a little mood. Yeah. And no, I, I see your post, your little office space thank is you. that's fire. Yeah. Thank you, thank I, I, the whole, like, the whole screen, it really everything. Helps. Yeah. Like it looks like it kind of looks like it reminds me of like a music studio type of thing. Where it's like dark space corner computer yeah i see some smoke in there i don't know if that's you smoking weed or whatever but just <laughs> smoke too, or, or like a little vape or something we but smoke. whatever nice all right whatever <laughs> works works yeah. But yeah it's definitely cool to like have those type of like yeah you know, like little spaces and i feel like everyone needs that type of space where they can just go yeah. in and kind of just like you know 
um, fo- yeah, focus in, be yourself, you know, just disconnect yourself from everybody mm-hmm. and kind of just like do your art or do your thing or like yeah. go to work, like, you know, just hustle. Yeah, I'll, I'll record like a little snippet of what I'm doing, but otherwise I'll literally yeah. just put my phone on, do not disturb yeah. and post that, I'm boom, don't, don't bother me, yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, I rather, I want, uh, when, I sh- when I post things on my story, I, I do it out of like motivational purpose. Like I want to show people like, yo, like you could be doing this too. Yeah. At this time of day. It's right. not like, oh, here, look, look what I'm doing. Like, right. It's more so like, yo, get your ass up and do that too. Yeah. Like I want people to feel like you can, you can be anything you want to be in this world, man. Yeah. You just got to put all the effort and the hard work behind it. Like anything. Right. <laughs> How long have you been doing this for? Um, I would say around like five years with oh, a camera. Nice. Okay. But as a business, we're like I have clients, and um, you know, like I'm taking this as a serious like job, job. I, yeah. I don't even like calling it a job. And, well, it's let's call it like an, an endeavor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, probably like two and a half years. Okay, so so, so you're pretty seasoned, I would say. Yeah, but I know people that have been doing this for 10 years, so it's like, well, yeah, no, of to course, me, it's yeah. like, damn, I have not even touched the yeah, half. No, listen, like, all the podcasts that I look up to, all the people like, in the radio industry have been doing this since I was a fetus, or since I was a kid, or before yeah. I even realized exactly that this industry was even, like, such, like, a great industry. Yeah. And I think that's kind of, like, why I got into it so much, because as a kid, or, like, as a teenager, you know, everyone wants to be, like, a doctor, lawyer, something like that. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but, I, but like in my head, I secretly, there was like a space like my, in my brain that's that kind of like always had that love and admiration for radio and for conversation and for like, you know, for interviews. Like, yeah. you know, I, I didn't realize at the time because I was, because I was young that that was like such like a huge art, mm-hmm. but, it, but there was always like a space in my head that kind of like always knew it, but I had to like, you know, mature and kind of like really realize, have that, like, yeah. like have that kind of like, um, that kind of like awakening that was like, damn, yeah. I, you could do this too because you're so into it. Yeah, just being here right now and just talking to, like, you know, you and yeah. like this microphone is, like, very surreal because I watch podcasts every day, specifically the Joe Budden, po- Joe Budden podcast. Yeah, he's he's killing it right now. And um, I just watch other ones, and I even watch a lot of interviews. Recently, I've been watching a lot of, I don't know if people are familiar with the artist uh, Russ. Yeah. Uh, the, I've been watching a lot of his interviews. He's a very, like, wise guy. I feel like a lot of people need to listen a lot more to and be a lot more open-minded about what he says. He is very blunt. I agree. But I feel like he really says a lot of real, like, are we allowed to cuss on here? Yeah, no, of course. It's a podcast. This is not, yeah, we're not on the radio. Do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I feel like he says a lot of real shit that a lot of people just, like, haha, like, you're being a dick. No, like, he's really trying to, like, push people to see past... You know, like, he's trying to teach people about the industry. And he's a really huge inspirational figure to me right now because it's, like, he came from, like, just a couch, living on a couch and just, like, recording a lot of, like, different types of, like, songs every day. Yeah. Until, like, it worked, you know? And that just inspires me because it's, like, he he started from nowhere and now he's he's also a motivational, like, speaker in a sense. He has a book out, too. Keep on going. So um, his book is just like one of my favorite. Like it's like a Bible to me right now. Um, like it, it touches on different things as an artist, and definitely every artist should actually read that book. Um, it like it talks about several things, like <laughs> just even waking up and having to deal with like not wanting to create. And um, just talking about the music industry 
and just how corrupt it is and also like just believing in yourself having that belief system um that you got to believe in yourself before any anybody else does it's huge because if you don't believe in yourself who, nobody who else really believe in you yeah right agreed so just stuff like that with just even reading books self-help books has helped a lot as well as an artist definitely um what type of books are you into that you read a lot um d- definitely a lot of like like I said, self-help books. Um, I read Russ's book. Um, I read The Al- Alchemist. Um, I've even read, like... The Alchemist is a very good book, from what I've heard. I feel like it's been a recommended book for years. Um, a lot of people have told me to read it. Um, until I really got into self-help books, I've, I've gotten a chance to read through it. Um, I even read, like, Think and Grow Rich. Um, that's a good book, too. That, yeah, um, my boy gave me that book. I'm like, still like in the process of reading it. Because obviously, you know, the procrastination is crazy. I've just been, like, busy with other shit. But, like, yeah, that's, that's still a very good book. Even just picking it up for a couple of minutes and reading a section of it is huge. You know, because, like, it's, um, that book has a whole bunch of, like, stories in it. There's yeah. a whole bunch of, like, sections that are, like, really just yes. very inspiring types of, you know, types of stuff. Yeah, every book that, that I feel like I connect with the most, I c- actually keep it underneath, like, in my coffee table book, uh, coffee table, like, book section. Because I feel like I can reach for it when I'm feeling, like, a certain way and, like, read it. And it would just motivate me or, or inspire me. Um, just whatever is written in that book, whatever page I land on, that's kind of like the page I need to read as well. Um, I just kind of like pick up a book and try to put myself in a, in a space where I can, you know, take on new knowledge and apply it as right. well. Got you. All right, so um, you have a brand yourself. It's called Godly Sinner, right? Mm-hmm. Is Godly Sinner, that's also your IG name. That's like my stage name. Got I, you, okay. I, I feel like... I don't, con- like, it is a brand at the yeah. end of the day, but I don't go about calling that a brand just because I feel like it's more so just like a Drake. Drake right. is, that's not his real name. Like, you yeah, know, of course. It's just his stage name. So I feel like with just having um, a stage name, it just gives you something to kind of like, makes it mysterious. Like, yo, why are you named this? And, you know, instead of just having like your actual full name. Um, but just even touching on that, um, sorry, I forgot what we were talking about. Um, yeah, so I feel like I'm more so like of an artist, um, instead of a brand. So I just, I don't really consider myself a brand at the, at the end of the day. And I don't like having to feel like things are transactions, like brand transactions. I like building connections with people, long-lasting relationships especially, those get you places in life, for sure. They teach you things. Okay. That sounds pretty good. Um, how much importance do you put on keeping your brand's identity unique or eye-opening, or in your case, yourself, unique and eye-opening, or your art, per se? Um, I try to always, like, go into, like, even magazines or I'm huge on coffee table books where I have other people's, like, work. Um, and just looking at that kind of inspires me to, like, create new things. Um, obviously putting my own twist in it. Like, lately I've been doing, like, these collage-style, like, swipe posts. Um, and that just stemmed from just being bored of the work I've done for so many years and just posting it the same way. I wanted people to, like, interact with my work. Um, and I just feel like that seamless, like, swipe and seeing like how I'm putting blending images together, it just made it just made the art the art of like the art creative 
perspective of things a little bit more fun for me um instead of just like editing a photo and the tones of and posting it more so like now i get to like get really creative with things and it expanded my mind for sure so that actually helped me build like my own little style um and just kind of like help me you know create like a little different lane instead of just you know staying in the same path you always want to evolve in some kind of way as an artist right so you don't feel like your style per se is like one specific thing you feel like it's multiple no. types of yeah. Types of um types of flavors or types of combos that you get hit with, you know, clients and with social media. I feel like if anyone hit me up with something, I if it if it speaks to me, I would definitely take it on and I feel like it could work because I've I've taken on like shooting cars before. I've even shot an event before. I mainly shoot fashion, but I feel like even if someone hit me up for a wedding, I feel like it I, I feel like I capture it in different You would ways. make like a godly sinner wedding. <laughs> Godly Center with yeah. man. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, no, nah, that that, that's like a whole, like, that sounds like some, some crazy shit, but yeah. But, like, even just with that, I feel like you can touch any, like, any type of form of art as long as you just have the right mon- mindset going into it and just feeling like you can apply it from different things, you know? Right. It's just, it, it works if, I feel like you just got to expand your mind with just how you see things. Like, a car is very different from, like, a picture of a person in their face. Yeah, you no, wouldn't want to make a person's face very, like, like clarity Boxy. and like, yeah, gotcha, and like yeah. very like gritty unless that's that is the vibe you're going for you want to make it more like you know more darker and moody yeah um but personally i like to have people's faces retouched and soft or you know have something else speak about them like their outfit um in a car it's like you got to get the details of the car yeah at a wedding it's more so soft and it's a dreamy moment so like you got to put yourself in those moments and predicaments where like gotta know how yeah. to like go about creating so it's kind of like if i have it correct you kind of have to like recenter yourself and really yeah. like, realign yourself t- towards any situation yeah is that difficult sometimes kind of like going from oh like one day i did like because you did one you did um you did a shoe uh with range rover yeah which was actually like a pretty dope but then you also do like you know fashion stuff and then like, you do like so much different types yeah. of things is it hard some this is kind of like clog your brain sometimes to so kind of like Resetting yourself and redo every single one and like re kind of like re- rethink on how to do on how to tackle each specific client. It's crazy that you asked that because that exact thing actually helps me grow. I feel like if I put myself under pressure and like shooting new things, it helps me come back to like let's say a fashion shoot and be like, man, I could shoot this this way because of this shoot where I applied something from there. I feel like every, any new thing that I take on, it only helps me get better it doesn't help it doesn't get me in a moment where i'm like damn how do i shoot this it's kind of like whatever i'm feeling in that moment and how i'm feeling i should go about it at that moment i trust my gut and i trust my instinct of like this is how i should go about creating this i just do it because i feel like if it if it's not broke don't fix it and i feel like everything that i've been applying with from just in general just how you shoot knowing how the camera works Knowing different settings and like cloudy, sunny, you know, like how to put certain situations together and where to put certain subjects as well. Interesting. Nice. Let's see what else I got for you. All right. So, um, so specifically when you said that you don't really have like a certain, I guess, like specific style, but I, I do kind of see like like a repeating pattern mm-hmm. in photography, and that includes having um photography that involves like layering pictures in front of each other kind of mm-hmm. like back to back and yeah, like yeah. In the, as you swipe all the way to the right it's kind of like this continuous seamless. yeah, 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 yeah. So this continuous type of like image mm-hmm. but it's multiple images on top of each other yeah what would you call that exactly or how would you describe that and like what you like 
Have you always kind of done that, or is that something new that you kind of like picked up? So that is something new. Um, I just one day, like, like I said, I just got bored of like just posting my pictures like on a carousel. Like that's what it's called. It's like you swipe and you see the next photo. You see the next photo. I'm like man, like what if I just do like an art piece, like a collage, where it can tell a story? Sometimes I feel like I want my work to tell a story and less be of a catalog of my work. I want someone to just you know hit me up with a project and I can bring it to life with just that. And I've gotten so much great feedback when I first started it um, that I'm just like, man, I got to go with it. Like if people are really like, you got to listen to your audience a lot of times. That's a lot of things. That also, a lot of people don't do. You have to listen to like the audience, what people come to see on your page. And if you don't follow that, well, I mean, at the same time, you could stay true to yourself. But if you don't follow what people your true core wants to see, they're gonna, it's going to fade away. Right. You know? And people come on my page to see fashion and see in a high-end kind of, you know, New York street style. I want to bring a story behind it now. So that actually is kind of what inspired me to kind of, you know, start putting things together and start making it into art, like less right. of photos, more art, like pieces. Got you. Um, it kind of sounds to me that you kind of like um, put a big importance or a big chunk of um, time and effort into fashion. Would you call yourself like a fashionable type of person or do you want to like be a staple in the fashion community? Um, I wouldn't like compare myself to people out here that are wearing some crazy pieces to like put together. Like I know some really right. talented. Or even like just like fashionable photography, let's say. It doesn't I, have to be like I you can, being fashionable and all that. I mean, I can say that I'm pretty like fashion forward. Like I'll know like big no-nos in fashion just from like being like just always in that fashion scene of like having to shoot brands and just seeing all the trends through like different types of clients like there's clients where i have them like 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 clients from korea and fashion in korea is very different from like stuff here yeah. so it's like i get to through through all those like motions someone's I really right now yeah it's outside he knows we're shooting on podcast. Oh, that's crazy. Now, nah, people, <laughs> but yeah, for those of you guys tuning in, either like on um, on the YouTube or just listening on SoundCloud, or that's outside. We have the window open. <laughs> it's kind of like that ASAP Ferg lyri uh, lyric and uh, putting work on. Um, yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah. shut the windows down because New York don't know how to be quiet, and that's it's exactly true. what it is. Come to the Bronx, you'll really hear sirens. Yeah, bro. Honestly, <laughs> man, I love it though. Yeah, I love it. Um, oh, it's almost, so you always grew up in the Bronx, right? Um, you no. live in the Bronx now, right? Yeah, I okay. live in the Bronx. I recently, I maybe been like a year there, and honestly, it has definitely like showed me a lot more about obviously the culture there. I've always been into like Latin culture. Um, I actually um, dated um, someone that's Puerto Rican, and I've always just, I mean, everyone has a type. Um, I'm, I'm more into like like Latino women. Nice. And I feel like just being there, I even love their food. I love their entire culture. So just being there makes me feel like I'm, I can, like, be naturally within that environment and just feel very comfortable around the area that I live in. Nice. As well, so. well, first of all, you have very good taste because Latino women are the best. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not just saying that because I'm Hispanic, but also yeah. just, you know, like, they're my favorite type of women, I, w I yeah. would say, personally. I feel like they're, like, wifey type, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. For sure. Got you. And um, so what part of Bronx do you live in right now? Kingsbridge. Kingsbridge. So that's more it's towards... The, so you can have... It's the one line, and then there's the four line. Okay. Um, So it's kind of like... 
more on the upper west side of um, the Bronx, kind gotcha. of near Dykeman. If you know where Dykeman is, and you know, yeah, I feel like everyone knows where Dykeman is. That's pretty much. Yeah, Dykeman's like one of the most popping fucking streets in the yeah, city. Yeah, if you're right in Dykeman, you popping out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, dope. Um, so let me see what else. So do you st- all right? So do you style the models that you work with, or do you adjust to whatever they're wearing? Um, so everything with all my shoots, I kind of take on the role of styling. Um, also, I steam garments. Usually, clients, especially international, since they can't be here, um, they send me the clothes. And but beforehand, we select the clothes. I select the model. Um, so I scout all my models. I have a list actually of models that I work with. And I do scout new ones over time, so it's not the same repeated faces. And um, with the model, um, I kind of know their body type. Body type is important when you come when it comes to styling. You can't put on a long T-shirt on the same purse, like on you know a more chunkier guy, and then it looks bigger on like someone that's you know like shorter, yeah, but, or slimmer, or but something slimmer. Like, that. like yeah. it looks very different. You got to be very aware of like the piece and how it falls on someone's body, right? Um, so I do style stuff just because I, I rather it fall on me. I rather have that responsibility of like making sure everything looks right. Right. Uh, and just not relying on someone. I do sometimes work with stylists, um, but they are people I trust and I've seen their portfolio and their work. Um, but yeah, I I just try to take on a lot of like the stuff alone just because like if I do it, it can, I, I just trust myself with that. Okay. So you feel like you're very trustworthy and saying, hey, listen, you don't have to have, you, if, if, let's say um, you have a client, per se, right? Mm-hmm. And they want to do a photo shoot, but yeah. they don't know exactly, they know how to pose, they know how to do right. everything, but they don't know exactly how to go about it, like, you know, what clothes should I wear? How should we shoot? Where should I shoot? Mm-hmm. You kind of take that client, be like, hey, listen, I got you. Like, just yeah. let me see what you, let me see, like, your body type. Let me see the type of, like, vibe you got going on, mm-hmm. and I'll organize everything for you, and we'll, like, play it out. Yeah, and I think clients love that and that's something it takes off stress from them in a sense yeah and if you if you really know how stressful it is to run a brand just because i've learned that over time and just seeing how a lot of clients are a stressed out because a stylist is like not there or they were lacking that or like you know just having the right model and saying oh man i wish we had this model instead of like you know that stuff really goes down to like the details of like how it represents your brand. Like, if you style certain, uh, a certain outfit a wrong way to, like, how you actually want it to look, it's going to be a very different, like, message with what you're trying to right. put out. Like, if you're trying to have, like, a baggy look, it's going to be more streetwear. If you're trying to have, you know, something, you know, you can, you, can, you can play around with styling nowadays. I feel like it's so open. Like, yeah. nowadays, you can have, like, a very formal look that can be baggy, too, actually. Yeah, even nowadays, the whole concept of, you know, women wearing cargo pants and um and heels. Yeah. It's crazy to me. But yeah. it looks, but, like, you know, obviously not everyone, but, like, I've seen a like lot of I've seen a lot of women, you know, pull it off amazing. Like, amazing. They look great. And I'm like, damn, like, I never thought in a million years, that like, because you think cargo pants is just, like, so, like, baggy yeah. and, like, kind of active where then you put heels, like, a nice, like, top or whatever, like. Yeah. Looks nice. Now, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's actually a good, like, trend to, like talk about too because yeah. it's like not a lot of people can pull that off and that's nope, something that i feel people. like you got to also be very cautious of like what you can pull off too as um if you're an influencer or a model like you got to be you got to be on top of you know what style works with you yeah that's true you know like you can't put everyone in a certain you know outfit right it's not gonna look 
good as compared to like a certain model wearing it. That's why yeah. it's also very key to have people that know that. And if you don't have that kind of taste and you know knowledge on that, it's it's gonna look a little bit crazy. Right. Not everything works for everyone just because it's like a big fashion trend. Yeah. Like you might look and, and that's not a bad thing. You might look better in like in other yeah. stuff that maybe people aren't so like so aware of. Yeah. Or so like in deeply invested in. Yeah. But that's good because like you kind of become like a wow like he's wearing something a little different or like mm-hmm. he's going kind of against the trend but like he makes it look he he or she makes it look good. Yeah. Which is like a like I would think better than looking good in like trendy clothes, looking better in like the clothes that everyone's kind of wearing. Yeah. Because you kind of stand out with that. That's kind of what I've actually I've I had a conversation with someone today and this year I'm trying to actually just be very minimal on purchases with clothing and in a sense I mean that by. If it's not my friend's brand and if it's not something I really really like, I'm not You're buying, not buying it. it. Okay, I respect. I wanna, that. I wanna, I wanna be very like, you know, concrete with like certain pieces I have in my closet as well. And this is like a fashion point, you know. Like I want to keep certain things very me. And if someone, if I see someone with a certain piece, I won't get it because it's like, man, it's already like you have it. It's like I, w- I don't want that. I want to have something different. Okay, I got you. And it's like not forcing it. It's just like. I want to have my own way of wearing something. And yeah. if you're wearing it, I want to try something different by not wearing that. You know, I want to... Oh, I, I got you. Like, imagine seeing the, the same shirt five times. It kind of gets like... Yeah, it's like, it doesn't become special no more. Yeah, like, I want to have something someone else doesn't have. And I that's why I also love custom pieces. Yeah. And, like, limited collections. Anything like that is that's just dope. great to have. Yeah, no, I, ag- I agree with that, per se, because, for example, I think my personal experience... The last time, I, well, because I'm Colombian. Last time I went to Colombia, I went to Medellin, which is like mm-hmm. a super popping city, super beautiful city. It's like good for like fashion, music, you know. Yeah. A super cultured city, and it's so amazing. And what I learned out there, because it, it was my first time going there, like I said, mm-hmm. they have a lot of like, in fashion, they have like a lot of like smaller brands that are popping up like in stores that are like super nice, like independent stores. So I went to this, I went to this one store. It's called Diez. Mm-hmm. which is 10 in Spanish, but, like, the, the logo is X, like, Roman numeral X, like, you know, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a whole bunch of really cool, like, you know, like, um, however you want to call it, um, like, current street types of clothes, like, you know, like, cargo pants, mm-hmm. jeans, like, even, like, little, like, um, short sleeve button-ups, like, T-shirts and all that. I, like, really, you know, like, for a Colombian peso, like, when it comes to Colombian pesos, like, coming, like, um, going to, you know, U.S. currency, like, pretty, like, pretty well-priced. Like cheaper that. than American. Yeah, dollar. like like if their clothes were over here, mm-hmm. they would be they would be able to you know like kind of like double their price and triple their prices just because you right. know it's New York and all you know people are willing to pay or like over Tax overspend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, and taxes. You're know, right, of course. But um, even going there, like it felt good to shop, and I'm not the type of person to you know like be like kind of like to shop, OD or it's like shop a lot because I'd rather you know put my money into like, equipment and like, other types of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I went, when I was over there, I was like, you know what, like the clothes is good, product is nice. I like what they're doing, and plus, like, it's if I spend money here, I'm spending money like in my own country. I'm spending money like right. to an entrepreneur that's you know like really doing his thing, and I feel better about it's doing a local that. business. At yeah, that ex- point. like local businesses that have like, amazing clothes, and plus, I know for a fact that when I go back to New York, no, no one's gonna have these. It's exactly, what no I was one's gonna say. have like, this. You know, no one's no gonna but, have that. And the things like I, I kind of like uh, like some fly ass like um, they're like cargo pants, but then they have like kind of like this like two straps. That mm-hmm. that are kind of like um, it's kind of like a buckle or something like that, and they're like, like a nice like tan type of color, like. Mm-hmm. But they're cool, and they're kind of like um, like cropped at the bottom. You wouldn't too. see that here. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I wore, I wore them a couple of times, and everyone was like, "Oh, what is that? What is that? What is that?" And I'm like, 
you can't get Columbia that brand. man. I'm like, you can't get them here. <laughs> I even told the owner too, or like one of the workers that was working there, I was like, yo, tell the owner that this would be amazing in Miami, New York, California. And I, I'm glad that you do that too, because it's yeah. like people in Colombia wouldn't know that, man. They wouldn't know. Oh man, this would do well. Like no one's telling them that. So yeah, no, no. Um, well, I mean, I think they, I think they do. At, at, like I think they do know. But sometimes when you have someone from that certain type of demographic, like reassure them and mm-hmm. tell them, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, all right, like let's let's definitely write the this more, down and do it. Yeah, it's more motivation. It. It's kind of like if someone like it's for example, like let's say you're trying to lose weight, right? And but you don't think you think you're making progress, but it's not like a lot of progress. Like, ah, you know, I still have you know like a little chubby. Or I'm like whatever. I'm not where I need to be yet. If you have a random stranger come up come up to you or like anyone you know like that's like trustworthy and tells you, oh, like you've been going to the gym, like. And it's completely authentic. They're not bullshitting. Yeah. Oh, you've been going to the gym. Like, you look great. Like, you're thinning down and all that. Even though you might react like, oh, thank you. Or, like, you might not react, like, in a certain, like, exciting type of tone. In your in head. In the back of your head, you're like, all right, like, cool. Like, let me keep on going. Because, like, you know, reassurance is great. I think ev- it's, not, yeah. it's not even, like, an ego thing. Everyone likes to feel good about whatever progress they're making, especially if they're working hard with something. Right. So, hopefully, you know, like, I got the message across and they open up stores over here because that's, like, a su- super amazing brand. And again, like I felt good, like giving back to the community, like giving, like putting my money, like in my, like in the mother country. That's something I take very, like, um, very seriously. And I think a lot of, of I think like every single type of demographic, well, they talk about African Americans saying, oh, um, uh, go into black businesses. Yeah, black owned businesses. Like, yeah, yeah, or yeah. even like, um, yeah. like, uh, Jew, um, Jewish people, for example, they invest in with, within their own businesses and look and look how, like, as a people, look how they are right now. Very like, true. Just, yeah, like they, kind of, they run everything pretty much. Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if you're familiar with. The, the like you know the little uh, section of Brooklyn Williamsburg yeah where there's like so many like Williamsburg. Orthodox Jewish yeah people. they like, all invest in everything yeah. is Jewish there everything yeah so that to me is like that when I go there it reminds me of a whole different country I'm like wow yeah they're you know, really united here yeah you know what's crazy I heard a stat once I don't know if this is true but I kind of believe it there's more Jews in Williamsburg than in Israel or something like that, or some, something crazy like that, or like a certain like section of Israel. Or I've whatever. heard of that, but I yeah. don't know how like I don't know how that works I need out. To do my research on that. Yeah, I I'm do, a person where like too. if you can if you t- if you toss a headline to me, like of anything. Yeah, you gotta research it. I, I'm the person that like I don't believe words, like especially a headline, because yeah. you can like I don't know like YouTube. I don't, a lot of people definitely watch YouTube. There's there's people that kind of like troll and say, oh I got hit by a bus, and then you watch the video. And it's like, no one got hit by the bus. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing with, like, articles. If you, someone's going to say, oh, this and this did this, did they really read the yeah. article? Do your research. Yeah, see who, like, kind and of, see helps, who wrote it. Yeah. yeah, it helps you not look dumb at the end of the day. Like, yeah. you know? Because, you know, because when people tell me, like, stuff in the news, I'm like, okay. Yeah. That sounds either crazy or cool or whatever. But where'd you get your source from? That's another thing. Um, I mean, this and it's not sound like a dick or be like, oh, where'd you get your source yeah. from? Like, you know, like, oh, oh fake news. Like, it's not like even like that. It's just, you know, who are you hearing it from? Why are they saying it? And why right. do they feel, why do they feel comfortable releasing that information? Because there's right. always a motive. Like, there's always like layers of motives, like behind right. how news gets spread out. I mean, even with like, even recently, the Kobe Bryant situation, when that, the TMZ was the first one to kind of like, technically like the main source to put it out. Yeah. Even when I heard that, I was like, all right, is this true? Because first of all, it's Kobe Bryant. Did he really die? You know, like that that alone just kind of like made me sit there and like, let me do my research. TMZ posted it. Let me do my research because that I don't I feel like they're not a really reliable source. So when I went in and kind of, you know, after more things got dropped, I'm like, man, it's true. And it's just like 
that's another thing. You sometimes you really gotta actually go deep in and see if things are really true for what people really put out. Because everything can just be like you know, um, just for headlines just, and, yeah. cl- and clickbait. Clickbait money. Yeah. People like literally once you click it, they make money off. You know, yeah. The whole Kobe situation was crazy because first of all, it was like on a Sunday, like everywhere, man, everyone's chilling now. Yeah, like I was just like on. I don't know. I was doing work. R.I.P. And, Kobe, man. And like the um the group one of the group chats that I'm in for like a school for the school like um. TV station that we have, like someone said, oh, Kobe Bryant died. And, and first of all, like, he mis- he misspelled Kobe's name and everything. So I was just kind of like, all right, either this kid's bugging the fuck out right. or like he's just lying or you just saw uh, joking. Nowadays you cannot believe anything. Yeah, now, me, like, like I was in a, a spaz on him. I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. That's not funny. Like that's Kobe Bryant. Like chill with that. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't, like, you shouldn't be like, you know, fake, like talking about, like you shouldn't be kidding about death anyways because that happens every single day and all that. But yeah, but I was like, you know what? Let me just like check and like then black on him. Yeah. Checked. There was like on Google, Kobe Bryant death. Multiple sources came up, and I still didn't believe it. And, I, and that's I'm the thing, I still didn't believe it. I was like, ah, shit. Like, hopefully, it's just like you know, one stupid blog said it, and like and other blogs, like, you exactly. know, were like you know, kind of dick riding and all that. Sheep. But yeah, yeah. but I w- and I was really hoping for that. But Me then too. like the whole day kind of like you know went uh, by, and like they confirmed it. Then they confirmed um, his daughter Gianna was also in the helicopter. Then like um. RP to everyone. Seven on people on, but yeah, um, it was also crazy too because like um, I used to play baseball in college, so I followed like a lot of um, like baseball pages. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the people that died on the plane was um, one of the father. Well, he was a he was a father of um, two of Gianna's teammates, and he they were also on the plane. He was mm-hmm. a baseball coach in California, so like once I heard that um, like all the baseball pages started posting that, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, like it's for real because you know, yeah, you this, wouldn't just yeah, put you that wouldn't out just there. yeah about like some. I don't want to call him a normal guy because he was a, you know, obviously a very loved person, a good coach and all that, but he's not like the big celebrity he's status Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, there, wouldn't, there wouldn't be a reason to lie about, you know, like a, like, a, like a lesser yeah. celebrity, a lesser like famous type of person. Because people would love, like people love to create stories off celebrities, you know, that's that's really where people tune in and you can't sit here and lie like you don't tune into certain people's lives that are celebrities. Yeah. Like you always want to know, like for example, a lot of people like to keep up with Kim Kardashian, Kanye, like, those are people that, you know, a lot of people look up to and, you know, um, a lot of people follow them every day on, so like, every, like whatever they do. So it's just stuff like that. Like, if someone put out, oh, like, Kim did this, like, people are going to tune in and be like, what? Like, right. that's, it's stuff people want to hear about that. So compared yeah. to, like, someone, I would say more, like, under, like, un- behind the cameras, like, not really in front of the cameras, living a normal, quote-unquote, life. Um, not really in front of the fame and everything like that. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing I don't want to. I rather not be famous. I just want to have a peaceful life where I can travel and just be have take, financial take freedom. Take pictures, let people look financial good. Financial freedom. Yeah. Like if I'm, I, listen, I'll make you look good. That's it. Yeah, like that's the best part. I love how I love making people feel like, you know, they like. I love bringing out the confidence in people. Like that is shit. Like, oh, look at me. Like, yeah, like, like they're yeah. like, oh wow, this is fun. Like, yeah, I love seeing people's reactions. That's yeah. that's like literally the thing that makes my day. And then when they receive the photos, I I just love seeing the reaction. The reaction, got and you. I just want to help people with more of the things that I'm coming out with. Um, got you. So yeah. Nice. So you don't really want to go into that, like the corporate piece. You want to keep it as much as like a yeah small well not small business but like a small business with big. Clients with and big clients mm-hmm. and big a, a lot of money, obviously, because you obviously want to get paid for all of this. You're putting a lot of work yeah. into it, but you kind of want to you want to keep it more of like a single type of like yeah. I want to make it. I want to make it feel like anyone can relate to this. Like, 
I don't want to get to a point where people think like you super, can't reach out to me and ask me a question. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, I want people to come to me with anything. And if you have a question, like I'll answer it, you know, like any day, like even some of my homies, we all have a group chat and if they're like, I can help you out in some way, shape or form with editing or anything. I'll help out because at the end of the day, it's like, you're my friend and you're my friend for a reason. And I feel like friends help out friends. Like yeah. you're not supposed to hate on each other and put each other down. You're supposed to uplift and help each other grow. Cause if you, that's another thing I, I believe in. If you put out that kind of energy unintentionally without wanting anything in return, you are always 100% going to get great energy in return, whatever it is. It can just be a simple, you know, smile on your face for the day that, that has, you know, yeah. caused. So, it's not really more of like something ha- great happening to you. It just can make you feel good. Right. So. so in relation to the business, have you seen firsthand the rise of urban street fashion as a corporate asset? And if so, what is your what is your take on that whole type of subject? Um, I definitely feel like a lot of people are more so tackling that on um, as corporate. Um, but I don't look at it like that. like that. I still look at it back to the days where I really picked up my first camera. I used to be on Tumblr. Oh, I nice. S- I, like, I used to take pictures of, you know, that's actually where I picked up, my, like, where I got my first camera. It was because of that. I wanted to document, um, like, my days with, like, outfits with my friends. And that's the way I look at it at the end of the day. I'm just taking pictures of people's outfits, but now it's just brands, and they're yeah. rocking with what I'm doing. I right. never look at it as, like, oh, it's this kind of piece, and it's corporate, so let's, like, sh-. I never think. I do, I s- try to keep it very genuine and just stick to the roots of things of like what really helped me start this really very organic yeah. type of thing I, that's why i feel like i'm never gonna be very corporate i'm gonna remain very like local and like very small business and just i just want to help out with anything in, in to deal with new york new york has shaped me to be the artist i am today i feel like if i grew up like if i you know grew up somewhere else and I picked up a camera, it'd be very different. It wouldn't be the same. I definitely probably wouldn't be doing fashion, to be honest with you. Interesting. So it's just New York is... Like Even if you were like in the LA or like a Miami or, or a Texas or something like that? Or like Chicago? I feel like I'd probably pick up like definitely fashion, but I feel like it wouldn't be the style that it is. Yeah, LA you. would be a little bit more sunnier, probably, you know, the sun. and Yeah, I got you. More there. shorts, more like, like Vans yeah. or something like that. Like, like in New York, it's more like baggy, like baggy, um, like... Not sweatpants, but like 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 the, like the runner type of yeah, yeah, type yeah. of pants and like you like know, even like just the ones the one like uh, the uptowns they're called yeah. uptowns true you, you don't call them uptowns in LA just because of LA like exactly it's just a whole different lingo yeah and it's like I feel like I'm more tied to that than any other place in, right like in the United States like right. if I was really to grow up anywhere else so most of your models are they from New York or are they from um, or are they for like for the most part because I know you had, you said you had clients from Korea and all that yeah I I definitely have models. Um, I would say in all main cities, like if I ever like go to LA and I'm like, all right, I have this brand with me, like let's shoot. I have people there, but mainly all, um, all of like the models I work with and stylists and all that stuff are in the New York area, whether in Jersey or, you know, New York area. Gotcha. Um, I try to stick to like creating stuff in New York as much as possible, even though I love to travel and do things everywhere else to like, you know, yeah. Network with people and show people, oh, like, you know, I'm in LA, let, like, let's work if you have a brand out here. Right. Um, but I just want to stick to, like, keeping that New York style because I feel like not a lot of people in New York are kind of doing that collage, sweet, seamless, post, yeah. moody, like, high fashion. I can't, especially a female at that. So right. I feel like I got to stick to, like, I feel like 
this is like the place where I'm meant to be as an artist. That's kind of like your signature. Yeah, like, like and this, I, is I don't God, wanna, this is Godly Center. This is this is what I do. Yeah, and like, I don't yeah. I don't want nothing to ever alter that. Like I really wanna. I don't even think about. There's so many people that I've known through the years that moved to Cali. Right. And they're like, Yo, why don't you move to Cali? I can't. Like, you love this city too much. Yeah, I'm. I'm also a person that likes to do seven things in one day. In Cali's LA, not. Cal- I've, I've like heard that California is not like the, the really the place to. You can get like two do things that. done, man, and that's what would give me anxiety. <laughs> so yeah. I rather it's more slow pace. I, I've never been. Uh, I mean, I've been to San Francisco in like Northern California, which is completely different than Southern California. Yeah. By the way, I understand that. But people who have gone to like LA and all that, especially um, I spoke to a videographer recently, and he said that yeah, like LA is just he want to pull his hairs out because it was just too slow like being from new york everything's like you know quick like it's like a yeah. uh, snap like that then it's LA more like a party like scene like it's your going out and that's yeah. i mean new york is that but i feel like new york clubs and people hustle too yeah and people yeah. hustle too and all that like you see like people like yeah you know people the people who are like partying you know they're also like working on the side like promoting stuff or doing yeah. like you know it's like a whole type of thing yeah and if you know part. me i don't really like going out to clubs so that already is pushing me away from la like the whole party like celebrity scene i don't like being around that it's right. so, it seems so superficial i like being tied to like just new york man i yeah. feel like and I, I i feel like i'm always gonna live in the new york area because yeah. obviously when I, as a, when i get a family i feel like i'm gonna get a house and it's definitely not gonna be in new york but somewhere in the area yeah um i just want to stick as close as possible to here got you it's just something where i feel like if i move away too far it's gonna fade like who I am as a person. Right, I agree. You know? Most definitely. You just said that you really don't want to link with celebrities like that. But today, actually, on your story, you actually posted that you're doing something with a very well-known IG comedian. He's not a celebrity to me, man. You I don't think he's a celebrity? You, uh, to, the, to the public, yeah. of course. Yeah. To me, I, I look at him. I've actually, um, I've actually known Steven um a little we're talking bit. about uh cheek leg, by the way yeah yeah uh, yeah, if, if, uh, we yeah i feel like that. people yeah. people don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. i forget people don't know like i don't even call him like cheek yeah like, um for people who don't know if you may not know um cheek and Lenny, they're a couple yeah. they um they're from east new york brooklyn well from the brooklyn area yeah they do a whole bunch of like really funny like skits of them just like arguing or like you know like you yeah. know a couple stuff but like you know it's like really funny They've made it big. T- i think they've made it like pretty big they're doing they foot locker commercials you know they're yeah. they've gone like you know Making you know like a ton of money with that, like a Shout lot of noise with them, and yeah, them. and they're just they're just really inspiring, honestly. Like they're really they're, just you know amazing. I can't say enough about them. But anyways, I like, continue. Like I don't, I just don't see them. Like obviously they're high profile. Like when today, even today, like I know just wh- how far they have grown and how they carry themselves because of who they are. I know not to put them in situations where they're next to a school where there's a lot of kids. Like I know because they're you know. Popping, the kids you know? start walling right. out. <laughs> but to me, when I'm hanging out with them, it's just a regular conversation. That's another thing that I feel like a lot of people, like, they get starstruck. Like, obviously, you're always going to have someone that you are going to get starstruck over. But I just feel like you got to treat people as human beings, man. At the end of the day, like, you're like, oh, my God, like, chiclet. Like, it's cool because, like, that's your inspiring, you know, like, you're some, that's someone you're inspired by and you have great energy yeah. and you're just so hype about. But I feel like a lot of the times, like, just having conversations with a lot of people, a lot of people get, like, you know, like, tired of that as celebrities, too. It's a turnoff, like, that you can't even just have a regular conversation with someone. Yeah, and that's why they have security, and that's why they 
they can't move in public because yeah. of those. Or things. they might seem unapproachable because they because yeah. they can't have a normal conversation sometimes. And listen, it comes with it comes with a job and it comes with the career. Yeah. Obviously, that's and the type know. of lifestyle. Yeah, that's the type of lifestyle that you know, like you can't have one without the other. So right. unfor- unfortunately, it would be in a perfect world. You know, you could you could right. be a celebrity on one, like you know one minute, but then like a normal person mm-hmm. next, like in a perfect world. But that's mm-hmm. not a possibility. But yeah. with them, like I think they do so well because they kind of represent like the everyday type of like you know struggle and the everyday type of thing yes you know, and like they still seem like you know they're doing very well obviously like financially i could you could tell and all that they keep it like very they, but they're still very humble yeah and they still make it seem like they're like you know like just straight and like, like regular you, brooklyn people i'm gonna let you know cool. today like we were shooting and some grown man fangirls i'm not trying really? to put that guy on the spot <laughs> but the way chiclet just like chiclet I, yeah you know, steven yeah whatever handles it man them like great person that's the thing like they're they do receive a lot of hate from like you know like toxic blah blah, blah. but if you guys <sighs> yeah, know like I, this yeah. is just acting if all you really fuck, hang all, out yeah, with all them, the fucking brainiacs yeah. out there oh you know it's a skit right yeah. like, oh they're toxic i'm, I'm like, gonna give you guys a scoop they're yeah. really great people like they're <laughs> not toxic like yeah they're it's they're a regular couple from new york well not regular but like they're yeah. a couple from New York that's just being themselves, and they found an opportunity to use social media so to full highlight. Advantage. Yeah, and that's that's why I don't look at them as like celebrities. It's more so like people I know that have made it, and I'm super proud of them because very hardworking people. Right. Um, they're just overall great, and we're, we have more things coming in the works. So um, that's dope. Shout out to them. Nice. Really awesome. How did you link up with them exactly? It's crazy because I was shooting, um, if people are familiar with New York, I was shooting um, something for like a PacSun Fear of God collection on uh, Roosevelt Island. And during that time, um, I think Chiclet was was with one of his uh, photographer homies. And Was it videographer or photographer? A photographer. And the photographer noticed me shooting. And he's like, oh, like he introduced Chiclet to me, but I didn't know who the fuck this guy was. Like, I knew, I saw him, like, yeah. but I just n- didn't know him. You, so, you like, didn't put two and two together, like, right? yeah, like, because there's so many IG, like, comedians out there. Like, yeah, if you like, see one, you're like, ah, I know him from, like, some yeah. video, but I don't know exactly who he is. Yeah. And it was crazy. Steven always believed himself, because you know why? He made a whole, like, hoodie with his name on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he really, but, like, he really started, like, you know, taking himself serious. Like, self branding, which is yeah. genius, by the way. And you they were do doing that. a shoot of him yeah. in that, sh- in that, um, in that hoodie. So, um, we exchanged, like, you know, and followed each other and stuff like that. And I was, during that point, um, this was when he was in his Nissan creating, like, funny videos back then. Before he even, you know, reached the points of where he's out verified. And just a huge amount of followers and sponsorships he has. He's definitely, like, deserved that. Um, But just the whole, like, just seeing that whole timeline of how much they've grown is really inspirational. And it just helps me, like, kind of stay on track, too, with, like, yo, you can make it if you just, you know, work hard. Yeah. And just being around you, people. Because like you that. have people who hustle and people who, you know, follow their dreams. Yeah. Invest in your dreams and invest in your vision. And that kind of works because when you put two people that have that same type of mindset, yeah. you could do incredible things. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's definitely like, you know, it gives you more like, more of like a battery in your back. Just keep on going. Because yeah. damn, I got Chiclet. Like, imagine who else I can get. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's, that's what you got to like. You also got to be your biggest motivator you gotta understand that you're always you gotta also not dumb down the things that you do in life like for example like 
I shot for Foot Locker. But years ago, that was my dream client. I was like, oh, I'm going to yeah. work for Foot Locker. Now I mean, I'm like, damn, I want to work with someone else. Like, right. you got to understand, like, you got to look back and be like, yo, this used to be a dream client of mine. I got to, like, go back and realize this is something huge that I accomplished. And sometimes we don't, I don't have enough time to sit there and go back and be like, realizing how much I have grown. Yeah. And I know everyone does that. Not everyone, like, you know, realizes what they really have accomplished yeah. at hand. Um, so I'm trying to do a lot more of that, too, and just staying, like, very grateful with how much I have accomplished so far. Definitely. It's very important. Yeah, actually, I have to thank Chiclet, in a sense. I'm going to tell you, like, a really cool story. Yeah, for sure. I'm so, gonna- all right, so right now, I actually landed, yeah, I actually landed this really cool internship with, Acosta Park. He's one of the um. He's 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 one of two owners of Penthouse Studios mm-hmm. in Times Square. Mm-hmm. That's the same building where Quad Studios is in. That's like mm-hmm. if people don't know where Penthouse is, like mm-hmm. Big Time Studio. Yeah, yeah. The reason I got like that internship or even like was aware of that internship was like a crazy like series of events. So I did an interview with um a D uh, artist from the DMV called Nate Joel, mm-hmm. and we just found me off with, via DM like some something completely random. Mm-hmm. I was going through his page and. One thing I noticed was that, like, one of his videographers had, like, a very famous um, kind of, like, tag that he puts in all of his videos before, like, the actual video pops off. And it mm-hmm. goes, um, you are now entering a vibe. My what homie. My Steven, homie. Steven. Steve, yeah, yeah. Steven. Bro, yeah, bro. That yeah. guy's crazy. So, but, like, That's I recognized it. And I was like, damn, like, I've heard this before. But no I don't know it. where. And I was like, hold up. You didn't are now entering a vibe. Yeah. And I was like, yo, <laughs> uh, yo I always thought it was fire and all Love that. It. And I was like. But I, I, it sounded familiar, and I was like, damn, like, where did I hear that from? Because I thought it would be a good talking point. So I was like, all right, this guy's definitely, like, famous or popping, so let me, like, do my research. But then I realized, I was like, oh, shit, wait a minute. Like, I heard Chico and Maleni do, like, a video like that mm-hmm. where they're in, like, Conne- like, a specific yeah. video where they're in Connecticut, like, partying, all that, like. You did, like, so, a little behind the scenes video. Yeah, so, like, I went to the page, scrolled, scrolled, like, for whatever, because that was a while ago, found his thing. Went through his page and I was like, "Damn, this guy's popping!" Blah blah. Mm-hmm. I, made, I made that a talking point because before I, before I do interviews, I do like a whole like kind of like you know question setup. I do my research and all that. I don't go like question by question as you kind of tell, but like right. it's more of a conversational piece. To make your flow, yeah, of course. Yeah, but like if if like a, a topic ends, I have something that like kind of like opens up a new topic, right? Or you you know they might answer the question before it even pops up. You know, it depends. But um, so yeah, I mentioned it to Nate. We had a great interview. Which is on our, which is on, on on our SoundCloud by the way. If you want to go listen to that, sure, I will. And pretty much just like he said, oh yeah, like um, I can hit him up for you. You guys can like do an interview and all that. Like set that up. Like just pure like word of mouth networking and all mm-hmm. that. So boom. So I hit up Steve. Steve was super cool by the way. Oh yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I mean, I've I think, yeah. Thing is like he was like I could tell he was such like a great like entrepreneur, like a great guy with the camera. That I was like, all right, maybe he's not gonna want to work with like certain people because mm-hmm. he's up like that it wasn't like that he said yo no. let's do it like you, were, you you did stuff with nate boom cool like let's let's work yeah i told him i was like listen we can do it any way you want to and he said you know what i think a good medium for both of us because he, he lives in uptown i live in queen so he said um let's do it at penthouse studios mm-hmm. i've never heard of penthouse not because they're not popping just because i just started like getting into this right so i went to penthouse for the first time we you know like an interview great interview like one of the studios and all that after the interview i met Two of the owners. One, well, one of them is named Jesse. He's like an actual producer. Does like you know music on the side and all that. That's like his main thing. Mm-hmm. And the other owner I met for two seconds. His name was Acosta Park. So, yeah, so both of them say, "Hey, listen, follow the page. We, we like what you're doing. We, you know, we spoke for a little bit. You know, 
I'll follow the page. And I even told them, I was like, listen, if you need me to do anything for you guys, like, just let me know. I'll, like, give you guys interviews, your artist interviews, like, for free. Like, whatever you guys want me to do. Like, I'm open. I'm open for opportunities and all that. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how that kind of, like, popped off because what ended up happening was that I followed Acosta, right? Mm -hmm. Like, a week later, he posted on a story at, like, 12 o'clock at night saying, oh, I need interns Um, at whatever, like, his email was or whatever. And I said, all right, cool, I need an internship. So I just gave him, like, um, I, like at 2 o'clock in the morning, I wrote down, like, gave him a cover letter, sent that in, you know, and, like, I ended up just landing that internship. And now, like, I work yeah, with Acosta. Best, we do, like, a whole bunch of, st- like, we're, like, starting to, like, you know, work, do stuff and all that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be at Penthouse more often and stuff like that. So it's progressing, The man. thing is, like, yeah, like, to go from, like, just one interview to, like, the other interview to, like, full-on internship and, like, opportunities is, like, crazy I, I really you i couldn't believe, believe it, it yeah like it's like damn like like right place right time type of thing right and which it's is like nuts. you feel like that is your path but like as you're going you're like wow i'm, I'm really here like yeah it's like you you don't like you said you don't have time to really sit back and now you sat back and kind of like realized whoa like yeah i work i started from here and like you know like i'm working with this person now i'm in an internship i'm in this kind of studio like you were not there like whenever you started so it's just like put in the effort and the time it's mainly patience and consistency yeah and persistence too yeah because again like i have i have you know a very long way to go when it comes to this like i'll be the, i'll be the first person to tell you so i learned so much stuff right. you know learn more Always about the business the about the industry oh I, I have you know tons of miles to go like you know to really get where i want to be like in the future and all that but I, you know it's like it's it's nice to see like progression even if it's like slow progression like happen like Within a couple months, and if I could, like, listen, like, like, like we were talking about before, like, if mm-hmm. I could do it, you could do a type of thing. Yeah. And I mean, like, listen, if I could definitely do it, then like anybody else who that wants to do podcasts or whatever you want to do in your life, you could definitely do it. Like, you that, never know. That's why I love social media because it's like a platform. <sighs> At the end the of the day, best. I love social media like now more than ever. It's I, I love social media. I have a love and hate relationship with it, but my yeah. love part of with it is like how people share their stories and yeah. how you get to see how much people have changed as a person too from. From this app, yeah. like this app has provided opportunities for people. People make money off of this app. Yeah. Like, like back then, people were like, "Oh, you're kidding! You're making money." Yeah, like we're making yeah. money off of this app. Legit, yeah. So, absolutely. You can only imagine what's to come. You know. Yeah, I remember like the first like when we were kids, like oh seven, oh like when YouTube first came out, and like where people like there was like YouTube stars back then. Mm-hmm. And the thing is like how like but now like those same YouTube stars that we used to see when we were kids. Look where they're at now. If they're yeah. really consistent, guys like um Ryan Higa, I remember yeah. him from my back in the days. Um Timothy Delaghetto, oh, like throwbacks, man. Yeah, like all these guys that yeah. were like you know just YouTube guys. Now look at them acting, Timmy, yeah, like acting, on, production, yeah. MTV. You know you you their own podcasts, their own brands, like you you name it. Like mm-hmm. they're just they just exploded because they jumped right like on on this opportunity right when it was fresh, organic, knowing mm-hmm. what he was doing it. It was weird. Why are you posting videos of yourself on the internet? Now what is, well, what is the it. internet? Yeah, not everybody wants to do it. Everyone. Yeah, which is which is a good thing, honestly. Like I love that. that. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about um, starting my own YouTube. YouTube. Um, I don't know what do exactly, like, but if you honestly, I feel like people are, would be very interested in like seeing like um like photographers slash like um like fashion people do vlogs like an everyday type of thing, mm-hmm. meeting like people you surround yourself with, like yeah. a, a, the day in the life of like. Um, because let's say for example, like someone wants to be like a photographer or something like that. Right. Um, if they listen to interviews of 
the set um like career or profession that they want to go into, it kind of like helps them kind of organize kind of like what they have to do or like what like the perks are and like mm -hmm. the disadvantages are being in the business. Mm -hmm. Also like in video, it's kind of like, all right, like that's the day in the life of this person. That's kind of like what it is and all that. And people just love content. So I would say maybe vlogging or something like that. If that's something you would maybe want to get into. Yeah. I just feel like vlog, like I feel like when people vlog, you gotta have a very, very interesting life. I feel like I'm not at that point where I'm doing crazy shit every day. You don't have to. I mean, Bro, I feel you, like that's another you, thing. You just did work with Chico. See, but bro. to me, that's that is like, so... People would love to see that. <laughs> no, I know. Like, like, for example, any Chico and Maleni fans would love to see that. Yo. Like, and they I, have a lot. So that's just that's just one thing right there. Anyone who likes Range Rovers or cars, stuff you do, they would love to see stuff you do. Or people who love, like, Fear God, Packs on Fashion, I feel like Street Clothes. That's um, already yeah. four demographics I just mentioned. True. That like and they like those demographics at, at the minimum at least have a thousand people like you know specific types of things. So that's already four thousand people that would be willing to maybe subscribe to your page or something mm -hmm. like that. And that, and that that's, a, that's a very low number. That's obviously way more people than that. But grateful for anyone you know that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, of course. Tuning in, but yeah. it's just like I feel like I consider myself. I'm obviously I don't. I feel like I'm not a regular person, but at the end of the day, I feel like I am a regular person to the point where like damn why would you want to watch me like you know it's it's little things like that at the end of the day like i don't feel i don't put on this persona where i feel like i'm like the shit like i feel like i'm actually a very like balanced humble person where i feel like i don't putting myself out on youtube recording my life it's like who are you to do that that's how i feel when i put that so it's it's kind of like a challenge i feel like it's kind of like we were talking about earlier you just got to do it and just see where it goes um, less just thinking about, you know, the pros and cons of what that may be. And more so just, you know, just trusting the process and just doing it. Even I even thought about like doing like a desk setup um, or anything talking about like a what's in my bag. Like those things I love. I would love to do stuff like that. And that's probably what I'm going to put out first, if anything. Um, but vlogs is definitely something where I'm going to have to like kind of get more comfortable in front of the camera. And I feel like doing those like what's in my bag video first or on a desk or like what's my equipment will definitely help me ease in a little bit more in front of the camera and because you're literally just talking and looking into a camera and it's like hi like no one's there but you gotta you actually gotta like be very like you gotta have that connection and i've even watched people from like years back like we were talking about youtubers where when they started you could see how uncomfortable they were in front of the camera like just by their tone and how yeah. unconfident they were with what they were saying yeah now they're like oh, this is this, and, like, they have so much passion and, like, like, like reassurance. It's, like, a, no, it's yeah. a normal thing for them now. Yeah, and it's, like, you got to build to that point. It's, like, I'm, I feel like a lot of people can already tell I'm a huge perfectionist. It's, like, if it's not perfect, I'm not dropping it. Yeah, true. And I actually tried to record a What's in My Bag video, and I looked at it, and I'm, like, this is a piece of shit. But I know there are YouTubers that dropped pieces of shit videos before, and it blew up. And they've grown so much since that. They look back at that and they probably think that, like, yo, this is shit. Yeah. I know people look back at their work and think, like, yo, what was I thinking? Yeah. So it's just, like, those moments you just got to, like, not think about it too hard. Yeah, but then again, like, going back to what we talked about at the beginning of um, of this episode, mm -hmm. you got to get the ball rolling. You got to yeah. just put it on the universe. For, yeah. it to, for it to actually, like, formulate and grow into something, you got to just put something out there. Of course. Because if you don't, it's just not, you, you. It can't grow if you know it doesn't. If you don't yeah, start he doesn't somewhere, put some, yeah, like you life. can't build a house if you don't put the foundation there. 
Something mm-hmm. has to be there. And the foundation looks shitty at first. Like, no one wants to live in the foundation. You can't tell what the house is going to look like off the foundation, man. Yeah. You can't. It's an empty lot, a whole bunch of dirt everywhere. Yeah. Why would you want to live there? But then, like, little by little, like, you get better brick by brick. And now everyone concrete, wants to Concrete, whatever. Now everyone, <laughs> yeah, now it's popping. Now you get to sell for whatever. Like, you yeah. know, you know, like, all the, like, metaphors and all yeah. that. But yeah. that's true, man. This, yeah. this, I, this podcast is really dope. But it's actually, I appreciate that. It has even, like, just showed me little things of, like, yo, just do it. Motivational things. Yeah. Even just hearing just this conversation, the questions you ask. I'm like, man, why don't I do this? You know? like it's, You could. You know? Definitely. You could. You could do and, and And you you listen, and you know people yeah. personally. You know, I bet you, you know way more people in the industry than I do. Mm-hmm. So that, even that's a huge advantage right there. Just like knowing a guy or knowing people who are doing like great things. Like me personally, like it's not that I focus on doing like famous people. I've been very blessed to, you know have interviews so far with like people who you know have like you know have been popping off in the industry i've been very blessed with that but it's not necessarily like, I, I, oh i have to do like a a crazy popping famous person mm-hmm. now nah, like if you're like you know just on your shit like you have a, a dope idea or a dope business and you're just going at it 110 percent why not work with you them? need why a vo- yeah and you need yeah. a voice someone's like you know uh, broadcast or advertise it right here like, this is my first podcast so this is I but yeah, it. I'm actually surprised about that. Um, have you never been like approached by anybody to do interviews, whether a podcast or anything formal? I've had several people actually email me. Um, just being a part of like, um, I guess they have like a media or like a little magazine going on. Yeah. Um, and they've asked me questions. Um, but I feel like I don't want to answer a lot of this stuff over email. Like I love being like sporadic I w- in the moment. Like you gotta think about your questions real quick and like go. It's more so like I want people to hear my voice when I say this stuff. I want people to really see, I mean, I see, hear how I'm saying it. And I feel like I'm a person that's very, like, I'd rather hear someone say something than read it. Like, right. oh, I did this. Or hearing about what they did. I, I want to hear it. Like, that's why I also listen to podcasts because it's motivational. At the end of the day, if I read something, cool. I love reading. Like, I read books. But at the end of the day, it it's a different it comes off differently when you speak about you speak about something, and right. that's why like just it's just crazy that this is my first podcast and hope many more come. Definitely, uh, I love I actually love doing this. Yeah, listen, I want like all the people I've interviewed like they could come back as guests. Like a whole, I'm, I'm gonna start doing like a whole bunch of like, sure. big group thing. Yeah, so we could have like you, um, Mike Loop. We just had we, I just did an interview with him very recently. That's my dude. Yeah, I know you're very close to him too. Um, we. Could, I said something about Steve because I don't know. I had no idea they, they knew Steve, but like you know, it's a small oh, world. Oh man, honestly, I feel like me and Steve can can definitely have. I've actually had a conversation with him, like a mini conversation at like an event. Yeah. And me and him are like, yo, we need to work. Like we want to do like. It's a crazy how like you, you two know each other, but then we like we just met like today. Actually, like for those who don't know, like we I've I had never met you before. You like, probably this. may not even believe that because yeah, you know we're having like a cool ass conversation. It just man. like I, that's why I love this because you know it's people who I just meet. And we could get into, like, very, like, not, like, well, pers- have personal stuff, business stuff, and, like, everything. We can kind of, like, be yeah. very transparent. Yeah. And it's dope because it it, that formulates a good, like, business and personal relationship, hopefully hopefully in the future. Yeah, for sure, man. Definitely. Yeah, but if I didn't, they, they know Steve. Like, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm surprised, but I'm also not surprised. Because I bet, like, you know, like, you know. Steve's popping, man. Birds, yeah, birds are the same feather that flock together. Like, you work yeah. with Chicle, he worked with Chicle, you do crazy um, he does videos, he do photos, like, it's just, you know, everyone kind of, like, no, everyone's, like, in the same circle type of thing, which just is crazy. Just know, whenever I go through, man, that guy's video, or he drops a video, I do not know what to expect. That man yeah. creates some crazy transitions, He just man. did, um, he just did something with Prince Royce. Yeah. Which is crazy, like, If you see nuts. where he began, 
deserves it. He's, he also works with Danny Lee a lot. Um, yeah. Danny Lee's a dope artist. I'm actually glad he's working with her because she actually blew up over the year as an artist, and um, hopefully he works with her more. Um, I think yeah. he creates dope content for her. Definitely. She needs to use him a lot more. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah, he's him. Um, cool. Yeah, I think, like, the con- the episode we had where I, I sat down and interviewed with him at Penthouse, it was such a cool, um, it was such a great conversation because he had me- he had told, he had shared with me that, you know, because, like, you always said you were always, like, from the get-go, you were very, like, an artistic kid, artistic mm-hmm. person. He, he, on the, it was, like, for him, it was, like, kind of, like, the opposite. Like, he was going into, like, the finance world because that's what his family was kind of into, and, like, he thought that's, he was going to be this big Wall Street guy. Mm-hmm. But then after he graduated, he made a switch and said, you know what, let me go into, like, videos. Like, that's my actual passion. And now he's, like, doing super great with that. And he's so creative. It's like, you wouldn't believe that, Yeah, because, right? like, I was thinking, because I asked him, I was like, oh, like, were you always, like, this creative type of person? He was like, no, nah, like, honestly, I just kind of, like, just kind of like, sporadic and out of nowhere. And I was like, I, I, you're lying to me. I can't believe that. Because if, like, if you see, like, his work, it's, hidden talent, it's all, like, bright colors, like, crazy, like, editing, like, Everything is just solid, like just super solid work, and I give him a lot of credit for that. And like, like I can understand why the Danny Lees hit him up. I can understand why the Chiklas hit him up. I can understand why the Prince Royces hit him up. No one's doing something. He like did that. a video. He did like a little mini video with uh, with Fabio Foreign when he was at Penthouse. Like even that was dope. Like it was like you know something a little simple. Like when yeah. you, like in Steve's like work, like it's a simple type of thing, but it still came out crazy. So shout to Steve, man. He's crazy. And like again, we, we thank you. We gotta do a podcast, man, Steve. If you're listening to you, you no. Know, Honestly, uh, yeah. Honestly, I'm about to start doing that. I'm about to start like, doing like group podcasts with like it I could be it could be me, you, and Mike, or me, you, and like um, I have this other guy named Ja. Like he does like a whole bunch of cool like backstage studio like concert um types of photography. And he was at um he was on stage at a Yams Day recently, and oh, he word. did like a whole bunch of like pictures of like cool pictures of Rocky, Ferg, um, Two Chains, everyone. That's Tyler dope. created like it was crazy. So yeah, so I'll definitely you know. Everyone's schedules is all sporadic and busy because everyone's, you know, out here chasing the bag and all that. Happen, but yeah, you know. we go make it happen, whatever it's time. It's always time to make it happen, man. That would definitely be like a really good conversation. So I we should like, get that popping. I feel like if there's other creatives in the table too, I feel like it can spark like a lot of um, even more deeper conversations because I feel like I have such amazing conversations one-on-one with all my friends that are creatives. Yeah. Like we really get into some deep stuff that I feel like a lot of people don't even look at as artists like just like uh, like in the beginning I mentioned like the mental stuff behind it and it's like they can relate to you and it's like I know other people can relate to this stuff how they're dealing with you know the struggles of you know chasing your dreams man and I I have friends currently that are like in the nine to five like you know you know place where they're stuck and they're trying to actually follow their dreams so I'm like trying to take (laughs) but um yeah like just just chasing their dreams on top of the nine to five, it's so hard because it's like, when do I drop the nine to five? When am I ready? When, yeah, you know, honestly. it's taking that risk. And I feel like a lot of people, like, just even talking on this podcast about this, it's like, it helps people see, like, yo, like, I can get out of that if yeah. I just put in that consistent work. Yeah, listen, like, don't get it twisted. Like, me, for example, personally, like, I'm not going to sit here and say that podcasting is like, how I make all my money and like I'm super popping at and this right okay. now. that's okay. Yeah, no, no, that's absolutely fun. Listen, like I'm regular. I'm a regular person. Like I go to school full time. I also work um, Fridays and Saturdays. Like, but like that job, like that funds the podcast. All that money just goes into like what I'm doing. And right. then I just got the internship and all that. So like you know, I'm a normal person just trying to do like you know like just building step by step. And I'm I'm not trying to you know like. Made like a, like a quick money scheme type of thing because I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people get trapped into that. Oh, if it's not making money for me right now, I'm not gonna do right. it. Like, nah, like everything takes time. 
but it's like an enjoyable process because like it's fun like this is all this stuff is fun and like i know in the future i'll be financially like you know stable with this and yeah it'll be something that i can you know like leave as a legacy because like yeah. you know this stuff was never this you know this is already like recorded for good or for bad and all that and, like that's something i can live with that's another so that's thing cool. with like the nine to five thing and just being an artist you gotta invest in yourself too like yeah what you just said it's like you take your own your hard work money from that nine to five and you put into that because you believe in yourself and yeah. you want to, you know, excel in this. And that's another thing that a lot of people also don't talk too much about either. It's it's a whole like journey with that too. You gotta you gotta be very like you know you gotta be very cautious of what you invest your time into as well. Like yeah, not even just materialistic things like people, time. Like what are you doing with your time? Yeah, how are you spending your time? There's people that work nine to fives, come home and they're tired. But it's like there's some people that work nine to fives, come home, cook do their fact like they do their do their passion like yeah. whatever whatever it is follow with that and don't sleep like you know there's there's people that are like built to like do all of this all at once right it's it's a whole crazy process because even like, like let's take like a day like today for example like for me woke up went to the barbershop did a train to brooklyn that's where my school's at had two classes um came home went to the gym mike hit me up saying oh um Martha's here, she wants to do, like, an interview if you're down. Boom. So went to the gym, right. came back. Like, yeah. every, so, like, the whole day just, like, just doing stuff. But for me, that's cool because, like, I could, I could, even though it's, like, tiring, I might wake up in the morning, like, fuck, I'm exhausted. Yeah. This and that, like, bags under my eyes. Like, at least I could say, hey, listen, like, I got I got the absolute most out of my day. Yeah. Got a cut, went to class, went to the gym, did interview. That's that's, that's productive. all that matters. Yeah, and if it that's makes literally all that matters, yeah. Makes you feel good, man. And honestly, that's another thing I recommend and that I've been doing lately as well. The gym, man. That that actually clears your head of any stress or anything you're dealing with. You leave it there. Yeah, no, I, I love going to the gym. I love it, man. Yeah. It's just li living a healthy lifestyle. It's less for, like, looking good. It's more so just feeling good and yeah. waking up energetic. Yeah, I try to do it in the morning. I, right. I, I usually don't like going at night. I feel like I just wake up at night and then I'll just be right, up all okay. night. Because you're, you're more of like a morning person, right? Yeah, like I, if I go to the gym, I'm energetic after, and I'd rather be like that in the morning right, than at night. That makes sense. Yeah, that's so. good because like a lot of people are not morning people. I've had to train myself to kind of like be more of a morning person. Because like, listen, because I could be up at like one o'clock in the morning doing podcasts or doing mm -hmm. work, and that's cool. But like in the morning, I'll wake up and I'll feel like shit. And I'm like, damn, mm -hmm. I should have like maybe rearrange my schedule a little bit to where like I get more stuff done like in the morning, then I get more time to sleep. Because, you know, I like, ha I like sleeping personally. Like, I like having like a nice seven or eight hours to sleep like i like that because i feel like good and all that there's days but everything's a balance yeah there's days where i like even woke up at like 5 a.m and just seeing that sunset and it's so quiet oh, yeah, everyone's definitely. asleep still no one's productive and you're up being productive yeah man that's different that's different like you hear the birds chirping so like the birds yeah. are up like i'm also up like yeah because technically get it. at yeah. 1 a.m people be out at a bar you know yeah like, and you could be working yeah the fuck is up at 5 a.m.? Productive people. Right, That's yeah, who. people who have to either, like, hustle or, you know, like, be up early for work or whatever. Like, I'm not know. saying I wake up at 5 a.m. I wake up early, but yeah. there's days where I wake up that early to go and get to a location to yeah. shoot so there's no people bothering yeah, me. Yeah, there's something about, like, like the morning, too, like, like the weather-wise. Like, it's, like, crisp. It's, like, a nice... Even if, even if it's, like, cold or hot, like, it's, like, a crisp... It's always, like, a crisp morning. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, like, fresh, like... And I don't really started, shoot at like, night either, so I don't... 
I mean, I... Oh, so, I, you, so you strictly shoot in the daytime? Oh, you know, I'll, I'll take shoots at night, but, like, there's something I appreciate about, like, just sunlight. Daytime, it makes you feel yeah. good, too. Like, sunlight hitting your face, you feel very right, energized okay. already. Yeah, well, each, yeah, well, each, like, um, I brought that, I bring that up because each, like, photographer and, like, videographer have, like, their own yeah. types of things. So, for example, um, Ja, I just mentioned him. Mm-hmm. He does really well with, like, more, like, dark spaces, like, in concerts, in mm-hmm. backstage, like, in apartments, like, in, like, whatever. Like, he does really well, like, like dark mm-hmm. settings. Which is which is good at which That's is talent like, which too. is really like which is it's tough and it looks and, it, that, and like it reflects in his like on his page is like all dark images and all that mm-hmm. but like it's cool. You obviously you want to do like more stand out and like the lighting and all mm-hmm. that like daytime but that too which is also amazing. I'm huge on natural lighting, man. Yeah, and even with Steve and Steve is like, um, bri- like, br- like brightness, box, like in brightness <laughs> and like daytime on steroids. It's like neon colors and even the way he dresses, like the way he wakes up, like I used to think that crazy. man like used to take some acid or, or like, like Adderall or something, or something yeah. man because i'm like yo how is he how, wow. yeah not, well, speaking of energy like his energy is just amazing like the, i remember the first time i met him even like him like you know because sometimes like when you what, when you do podcasts like some like and you get guests who are more like a little more reserved they may be very intelligent people but they're more like more reserved you kind of like kind of like have to like you have to be on that energy you have to something. word you have to word it to where like you spark something that makes them want to you know expand you and, to, and tell yeah. more with Steve, it was like normal questions, and he would just like go kind of like you, for example. Like you, like you're a great guest because thank you. Like I appreciate I'll, I'll, that. I, I said like you know like a, like a regular question. You kind of like just keep on going and going and going and giving like good, but not like chatting, but like like giving like very good input and very good stuff. Thank you. That's man. great content. That's I great feel like stuff. I'm chatting a lot of times. Yeah, but it's good even, to hear. Yeah, because even chatting. like big time celebrities, like Billie Eilish, for example, she had like an interview with somebody, and it was like. Not like for me, it was like super cringy because she was just like she didn't want to be there. And like this, listen, this is a very talented person who has a she great mind, but she's not. But she doesn't feel like executing it and sharing certain things, mm-hmm. which I can understand. Everyone has their days, and I guess you know interviews could be a drag for a lot a of people. Celebrity too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like if I'm an interview, I'm like, ugh, like why even bother? Like I'd rather just do like someone who's like less famous but like more passionate mm-hmm. and make good content like that. That's another reason why I'm like, like I said, I haven't really does my first one, and I haven't, I don't really do interviews because. I mean, I want to as I go on now because I feel like I have more of a structured kind of plan and what I want to share with people. And I feel like I have a little bit more, I'm, I'm more in a space where I feel like I can share with people certain motivational things. Like it's, I'm not on, on step one and I'm here saying, yo, work your ass off. Right. I can't say that. I'm working of my course. ass off currently. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, I feel like certain things as you go, you can like, you know, kind of toss people certain things. Yeah. Give a little knowledge, like, Tossing people, you know, motivational words can help them throughout their day. Yeah, definitely. So, just things like that. I couldn't have said it. I couldn't have said it better, honestly. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna wrap this up a little bit, but real quick before we leave, yeah, of course. What would be what would be a dream project for you in the future? Oh man. Like I, um, we're like 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 off white. Well, you already did fear God. I was gonna ask fear God, but like it seems like you and fear God have like a pretty good like with the whole pack something. But like we're like off white or like any like. Like a Gucci or like you know like a Dior or something like that. Like those like high end fashion brands. Would that be something you'd be interested in? So, I definitely want to work with a high end fashion brand. But my ultimate goal that I have not yet accomplished is I have been in a magazine, but I really want to have like a spread on Vogue or some big like high end fashion brand. Har- Harper's Bazaar, yeah, like type of thing. Even okay. if it's like shooting like Gucci, but Gucci will have it featured in Vogue. I want to have something like or like a, a dap- or like piece. a dapper dan type of thing. Yeah, like yeah. I want to. I can see you doing something like that. That'd be cool. 
man, it's just something that, I mean, I'm speaking into existence right now. I'm, I'm praying to God, like, I work hard enough to get onto Vogue. Um, and just to speak my story and show people my work, but it's just stuff like that. Like you, you, you'll sit here right now and say like, "Yo, it's it's probably unattainable." Who knows, man? Who yeah, knows? Who, like exactly, who knows? Who knows? And it's just you gotta, you just gotta believe in yourself, man. And from the steps that I've been taking, it's been getting, you know, like I feel like it's been getting more and pr- more and more productive, more and more clients. So as I go, I just you know hope it's leading me in that direction. If it's not, yo, I know it's taking me somewhere. Where I'm gonna be very happy. Definitely. So, All right. Yeah. You know what? I, th- I think that's a great way to kind of end, like, end off this conversation. I want to thank you again for coming oh, on. Thank you. We definitely, listen, I, I think it's a great idea to have, like, you know, you, Steve, maybe, like, Mike or John, yeah, or, or like whoever, whoever's, like, group. you know, like, popping off, like, yeah. doing a thing, like, having a whole conversation. Even if it's just me, like, asking a question and having you guys just go at it as people in the industry and seeing kind of seeing how Seeing how works. people tackle it in different yeah. ways. Yeah. Because, you know, me, like, I'm kind of, like, new to all this in a sense, but you guys are a little more seasoned. You guys have actual businesses going. You like guys a panel in a sense. Yeah, like, a- exactly. Cool. You guys that's just cool. go at it and, like, me just sit back and, like, all right, like, you, you guys take the wheel and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. answer it. Yo, and I'll just come up with questions. Let me know whenever uh, you want to do something and I'm definitely down to do it. Absolutely. Sure. All right, thank you, man. All right, no problem, man. Appreciate Absolutely. It, man. Appreciate all right, it. this is the Real Podcast. Definitely stay tuned for more episodes this week. Have a good night, people. We'll see you guys later. Stay godly. Peace.